The association envisions a world where people of diverse backgrounds and abilities find commonality to work toward a positive future for the planet. The mission of the association shall be to cultivate community without borders, where people can learn from each other and experience continual growth for the betterment of the world. The association <coughs> achieves its mission through opportunities for transformative lifelong learning and creative endeavor, ecological stewardship, and community-based social enterprises. The values of the association are intentional gladness, compassionate interest, and acquired enthusiasm. The founding of the association is inspired by anthroposophy and the Camp Hill community. Thank you, Danielle. Welcome, everyone. My phone almost fell down. It fell twice yesterday, so it's already cracked. It's very sad. And it's still working. It's still working. Good. It's recording. Um, so welcome, everyone. Last week, we ended up not meeting, so I really missed that in between. It's been two weeks. Um, I sent out a few points that I thought we really should be picking up today instead of what I thought we would have done last week had we met. Um, one is uh, inviting Adrian to talk about his local currency and especially sultanes. I think that would be helpful to all of us. Um, Danielle will report a little bit from the peer review committee work and questions. Um, then Danielle has something else coming from, from Kena about the lifetime award question. And I want to pick up this identity statement that I wanted us to work on last week. Um, maybe we'll have to shift it around a little bit. It's, it's hard to know how to fit things in, to be honest. Maybe I should say Kathleen would have liked to be here, but had to be home with her father. So we'll miss her today. Adrian, do you want to kick us off with... Local currency <coughs> things, I don't know, can this, will this pick you up? Um, I think so, I talk loud. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the, uh, here we go. Um, when we started this association, um, part of the conversation was how can we get people to pay their dues, yeah? <laughs> <coughs> and um, what we, uh, decided was that people would pay their dues through um, the, the Phoenixville Area Time Bank. And it says, I think, uh, on uh, Article 6, 6, um, the annual dues for the association membership for the current year should be determined by the core group at the first meeting of fiscal year, whenever that might be. Um, Jews must be paid to the association before 29th of September. And the, um, <coughs> the definition says Jews are enumerated in Phoenixville area time bank dollars unless otherwise specified by the membership committee, which I think is now the outreach committee. So we don't have to change our bylaws. <laughs> if we want to. Um, so that's just a sort of a, a leaning into the fact that this uh, concept of having a alternative, transparent form of indicating what people do and get and give and all the rest of it is not something that I made up like a few months ago. <coughs> um, I actually have another document which I just looked, when I was looking for that one I found it, <coughs> which I, I wrote a year ago and I was giving it to the time bank to explain how we would want to use the time bank. And um, yeah, that didn't really happen. And I remember like a lot of people just like, Oof, you know, like either it was too much complications, but you know, I mean, if nothing else, and you know, sorry time bank people who are listening, but $25 a year, in US dollars to do it, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I'm sure there's a, a million good reasons that I would be hammered with if anyone ever heard me saying that. But anyway, 
Um, so, uh, that's, that's the context I'm wanting to talk about this here. I mean, because everybody knows now that you can create your own currency, right? Like, you know, everybody's heard about it, you know, some people are using it, it's something you can do, and, you know, um, the, the, the reason why I think that this is relevant to this group is because, you know, you know, the Jews is, 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 is one part of it, but it's sort of, well, what is that? It's like actually a way to reflect that you're committed to something. You don't, it's like, why should I pay, you know, taxes? Well, it's because you're actually a citizen and or you're a member of this like, country and you need to commit to, you know, what is needed to be done and you don't, you know, like, can't do that in a different way other than giving your value. <clears throat> and uh, so, you know, we uh, have always thought to do it a little bit differently. <coughs> we could have just said that everybody has to do, you know, five hours of service, or we could have said, you know, everybody has to spend, pay $25 a year um, for Jews. We didn't do that. And I think that's because Soltane and Camp Hill uh, are very interested in getting people to actually be engaged and to build community through interaction. Um, and that's sort of really the purpose also of this currency that's currently called Soltanes. Um, you know, it isn't fully formed, but the basic picture of that currency is that it essentially rewards community building activity and it also um, is a tool for community building. Um, the tool is simple, it's like if you want to, um, you know, cut someone's grass and, you know, they have, and you only have a, you know, a couple old sort of uh, shoes that you don't have to do with that they could fit that person and that's a great way to trade it but maybe the shoes and the, and the, and the grass aren't really worth the exact same, same amount for you. You might think your shoes are worth a lot more than the, the grass being cut so you can sort of negotiate a little bit. <clears throat> but the thing is you've got to get hold of these guys, the things, and that's really I think where it could be interesting for this association to play a, a role, which is, how do you get those sultans? My, my sense is, they're um, essentially rewarded for people who do things that build community. And that is, uh, you know, a very different way than many other currencies are produced. Either you, you produce them because you're the government and you can just print money because you have to pay debts, which is maybe similar to community building in a certain sense. Or it could be that it's, you know, like Bitcoin, where you have to do this crazy fight between computers that costs lots of, you know, electricity. Or you could just sell them, which is what people do, which is actually, when people, if anyone asks you, oh, is this Soltan thing legal or not? The biggest problem would be if we started, like, just selling them, you know, which we don't quite do. Um, but if it was like, you know, hey, if you buy one Soltan now for a dollar, guess what, maybe in 10 years time it's going to be worth $1,000. That's called a security and you should probably be licensed before you start offering that. But that is not <coughs> If anyone thinks they're going to get rich on Soltanes, <laughs> well, you know, good on them. So, yeah, my, my real wish to bring this here is to find a way to get the membership committee slash uh, outreach committee to... Uh, um, what was it called? Specify otherwise that the Soltanes um, currency would be the new way that we can uh, get people to pay their membership dues for this organization uh, or this association. And that could be one Soltane or it could be 20 Soltanes. But the point is, to get them, you'll either have to give me, you know, give me eggs or, and this is the real question, it's not all about giving me eggs and, and flour. You know, that would be a, an interesting currency. Um, uh, a group needs to be formed who are, who are the sort of the custodians of the Sultanes, which has got a name called the SEC, the Sultanes Economic Council. Um, and they would be the people who essentially, you know, someone says, oh, you know, um, uh, we, we have a need to be able to pay people Soltanes, like Soltane 
organization might need saltanes to pay people who are going to then, you know, uh, do some volunteer work and then maybe get some, uh, you know, uh, living sort of discounts or who knows what. There are all sorts of possible ways that this group who sits on the on the sort of the bank of saltanes can sort of grant them out. Um, but the, you know, a big thing would be to make sure that you know. And, and this is where I also have the time that people aren't listening to me, is that I think that there should be some sort of coherent policy around it, rather than just, you know, you just print time bank dollars, which is what I was once told in a meeting, actually they did, which I thought was weird. And I think that's okay in a startup phase maybe, but I think at some point in time it would be useful to have some sort of a policy around how it works. And it could be that it's, you know, people, you know, put a request in and a group sits and talks about it, and then they say, you know, this is, you know, we're going to issue 100 saltanes for this project or whatever, and, um, you know, then, you know, everybody finds out about that. And that way everybody thinks, oh, that's great, and they can, it can actually be a way for those sorts of projects to get interest and, and to get um, sort of uh, energy by people thinking, oh, wow, that's, you know, that's a great thing. And, then you can sort of like think, well, how does, how does that work with them getting those sort of things? What's the point of it? Well, there are some people here who need to, um, who, who, who are being asked to contribute saltanes to pay for their dues, right? So that's people who need those saltanes. So if someone has them and they have needs to be met, like could be, you know, um, people might need to be uh, doing what would otherwise be volunteer work or sort of sitting in a store or you know maybe you know sort of literally cutting grass or it might be they just need you know what I've been doing like flour you know onions whatever so you know basically um, you know and the other people who would be the potential needers of saltanes would be if people are living here and part of their rent is meant to be paid in saltanes they would be looking for projects who have saltanes to give, the, give them the saltanes to be able to pay the rent. And the idea is that the more people adopt it and, and, get, and need it, then the more people will want to uh, be able to um, you know, receive it. And you know, it could happen that one day you go anywhere around this area and you know, a whole bunch of people will accept it. And, uh, that would be a wonderful thing because then you sort of know, you know, sort of the, the other element of local currency is you feel this is like this is part of your network. So if you know that somewhere takes saltanes, you know that they're part of your community. It's sort of an easy way to know that they're sort of somehow connected. And also it can be a way for people to, you know, get to know people who they otherwise wouldn't know. So that's another community building element. So networking. So that's, I mean, I can talk forever and I... No, don't. <laughs> Are there questions, comments? Can we develop a little <laughs> conversation? It's about money and, and so, the souls and the soul thing and how it works. I know, for instance, that soul kitchen, the way... You mean no dollars the one that the regular currency, but our salting currency. Mm -hmm. that is salting currency is accepted at Salt Kitchen Tuesdays and Wednesdays. There was, I think, once talk of like getting a copy of Tomorrow Town or a documentary video that discusses where this is happening as in the world or what could be the future and then we would have like a screening here is there still the possibility of <clears throat> doing that? Um, it, it, tomorrow has a very brief element of okay. this particular part of it that it's, it's sort of a bigger picture gotcha. um, but I mean yeah that's that's not uh, uh, that is true we should be looking at how to do that and I think that's just a case of someone here saying, hey, I want to be that person and I can connect you with someone who has a copy of it and sort of figure it out from there. But that's, you know, um, as I said, probably more like about a, out of a 
hour and 45 minute movie, maybe a, not even 10 minutes, 5 minutes or something. Oh, okay. There are, <coughs> there are some other short videos about local currencies. Um, I can, you know, I've got sort of, I think, one or two of them on the website, but um, I can try and find more so that people get it. I mean, there are some places who have this. <coughs> Just to say, they're called, this is a complementary currency. It's not meant to be that, uh, you know, you know, if you, everyone, I, I've heard people oh, well, I, I live in Berkshire, Berkshire's and I've never used it. It's like, that's fine. It's like, it doesn't, it's like it's meant to be for the people who are like in in a in a sort of a subset of the community. It, it can become bigger, but um, at the end of the day, it doesn't need to be accepted by a whole town. You know, like for it to be successful. I mean, depends on what your sense of success is, I guess. That makes sense. Um, There's a an initiative that's been started using the volunteer sign up dot com website that um, Campus Soltane can put out requests for things that need to be done and then you get paid in Soltanes. Right. Has so, that been somehow published? Not yet, no. No, Patrick's been put onto that. I don't know if you want to say anything else about it. Uh, I mean, I think you've said it and uh, it seems really interesting. It might be interesting for us here to think about different needs that could go on there, <coughs> volunteer opportunities. Yeah. I wonder whether the committees want to take that question into their committee work and see what, say with the 5k run, is there anything that you would need from people that you would think a sultane would be mm-hmm. a thing to give for that, uh, or, or with the arts and culture, or, or whatever. I'm seeing a little bit, I'm little, I am wondering about the crossover between the Sultan organization that, um, to my understanding at this point, oversees as living here and either paying rent or not rent or whatever it is, and the association that actually is not doing that. But if part of the rent is to pay in Sultanes, you know, there is a crossover that I think needs to be sorted out, which we tried to do forever, and uh, I don't particularly want to go back into this unclarity, but, uh, um, which is why I suggest maybe the committees could be the starting point for figuring out what needs doing this state work is a perfect, is always an easy and perfect example for that kind of thing. Who um, assigns the value? Like if we were all come up with a list, who, who says what's worth what? Well, the idea in that particular situation was that the initial um, suggestion would come from whoever was, there'll be a group of people given access to <coughs> things on there, so say you are one of those people, and you say, you know, clean all the toilets in Whitson Hall. You know, and you say for one sultane, and just it's deathly silent. <laughs> right. You know, you know, it's uh, the, the idea is that it will be a, a negotiation. But the thing is, uh, whoever that person is should be uh, thinking about it. And um, you know, the current concept was that there would be some sort of a um, what's the word for it uh, interaction between the other people who have that access to support each other to make good choices of sultane uh, valuations. So that, you know, you don't want to have like too much of a bidding war going on of like, oh, you know, I'll give you 50 sultanes uh, to sort of like, you know, like, I don't know, cut one sort of piece of grass and I'll, somebody else wants to just give you one sultane for to, to clean toilets. You know, it's like, there's got to be some sense of it. I've currently been operating on the notion that we peg it to the price of one croissant, which is about $3. So, you know, that's just a, an attempt to give some sense of, of value to it, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't need to be that. It can be anything, but to the extent that you don't have any agreement on value, then it can get a bit messy. So that's that's why I have thought that would be useful. And maybe that's also a process to develop a price list that is maybe different from how mainstream prices are. Yeah. 
Because someone said to me, like, why does it, you get a one whole soul team to take the trash out at, at sort of at Soul Kitchen, but you know, you only get three soul teams for working a whole hour cooking. And I said, because very few people have been offering to take out the trash. And if, if I have a list of people who want to, if a whole bunch of them take out the trash, then it might be half a soul team. It's more fun cooking, even though it's more of your time. I'm, I'm thinking to put up, clean the toilet, two salt ends, because like, no one's offering to do that. <laughs> Surprise. I hope somebody's been doing it, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. So that's where some people are a little bit put off by that, that this, there is some degree of... of uh, Arbitrariness? Like, uh, haggling. Haggling. Because like they think, oh, that sounds like the market economy. It's like, well, you know what? The market economy didn't come from nowhere. It's because we're human, and that's what we need to do. We just have to not let it get out of control, and we don't want it to master us. You know. Mm -hmm. I think if we don't have that, then people just don't use the system, and that's another one of my issues with the time bank. People, every hour is exactly the same. It doesn't matter what. You know. It, you know. I'm not saying I. I. I, I come from two socialist countries, so don't tell me that I don't understand socialism and its benefits, but there are some restrictions or some <coughs> limitations of a purely socialist way of thinking, and I think saying every single hour is worth exactly the same, you know, that sounds great, but people just sort of sneak around it. So you were talking about a group, SEC? Yeah. What's your thought on that? Well, at one point in time, I thought it would be the same as the Sol it could be the Saltine Association Economic uh, Committee. That could be one part of it. Um, Which really doesn't exist just yet. Yeah, but it's sort of that would be a very similar role. Yeah. Um, I've talked to various people, and some people have indicated interest. Some people have mentioned other people. Um, you know, it's really a case of uh, I, I think. Uh, you know, I don't know. All I'm saying is uh, I would like people who are genuinely interested in both the um, the, the sort of um, the pol political economy of it as well as the, you know, impact on daily life of it as well as maybe, um, you know, have the ability to react relatively quickly to requests rather than, you know, <coughs> a slow, slow burn. Not that it should be too fast, but... So, you know, I don't know, I, 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 I kind of, uh, Nobody has sort of like, sort of like... The day somebody starts, like, annoying me with conversation topics about this, then I'll know, well, that's, that's the first member, you know what I mean? Like, someone who just wants to talk about, you know, sort of currency and how to make it be a tool for social change. I mean, I guess the, the concrete thing is, would this association be interested, and maybe this could be taken up at an a, a outreach meeting, to just um, say that there is this, and, and, and that could just be just determined, you know, that it's, you know, one small thing, or 20 small things, or who knows, I mean, that's what they could decide, but just to suggest that they, they at least think about it, if not, you know, make a decision to do it. Yeah, I mean, the reason why it really needed to land here now is that I know you, Adrian, have really thought about it, worked worked at it and worked away at it, pretty much um, developed it as far as it is right now. I think it needs to really be known more broadly and um, also supported more broadly. So I'm quite interested in having such a little group form that, that joins you, presumably, to um, now make it into something that really um, flows into our community building thing. I mean, I'm imagining that those people that are participating in the play now, I mean, that is a volunteer activity, it's community engagement, it's community building. That would warrant a sultane, maybe, or well, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, you could also <coughs> say that people could, uh, you know, 
because the thing the, the thing I'm finding is that people say, oh, you can't say, oh, to go to play you have to pay a certain salt hand because I don't have any. But there are many people who have more than they need, mm -hmm. and, and and so the idea is, you know, it's a little bit like pay it forward. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You, you can be basically giving your salt hands to the pool of people, but the point of it is, is just to make it so that somebody feels conscious that someone has, and and maybe the players could be the ones that we all they all have a. Ten saltines each for doing it, and they get to you know give a saltine to their friends, but they might have two they don't have left that aren't good, and there's a pool of it. And then some you know body at the, literally at the counter coming in says, you know, have you got a saltine? No, okay. Well, you know, we've got some to give away. But the point is, then people get to hear that this is a thing, mm -hmm. and so I'm giving them away more at the moment than anything else, just to kind of get people aware that this is a different way of thinking about how to work with value and so on. Going off of that with the play, there's going to be setup, there's going to be teardown, there's going to be people using the facilities. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, probably a lot of opportunities for folks to mm -hmm. utilize the quote quote rent agreement for having yeah. that. And that's my that's where I think the biggest kind of current uh, need is. I mean, the, you know, like what was it like 50, 60 sultans a month or something? It was like quite a lot of sultans. That that was the concept of people who. Uh, who um, rent here? Oh yeah, sixty-six sultans. Yeah, yeah. sixty-six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you so you know that would be uh, a lot of sultans to to get hold of. It's uh, you know, um, but then other people like it would be. It's kind of just a way to make people, you know, realize it's not just about just going to the bank and pressing your ATM. Or we want we we're you know we're not just interested in money as such. But yeah. Okay. So what I don't understand is where it goes from here. We don't have a current economic committee. Well, how about the people? Like all I know is there are there's the, the piece about the um, membership. I think that's clear. You have to do something about that or not. Um, then. You know, I think you, you and Kristen, and maybe you and maybe Larkin. I mean, everybody who's a manager or something of Camp Hill Saltine, who's who has an activity that they can either hire people, they can either buy things, or they can get people to contribute through this process. I think should be like a at least some form of working group. They don't need to be the SEC. That could come out of that, or they're. Whatever, but the people who are going to look for things to get people to do for Saltans, I think, should have some sort of both electronic and hopefully semi-regular personal interaction just to make sure that, you know, when you say, I want someone to sit at Entwine for Sundays and, you know, I'm happy if, you know, they get 20 Saltans because it's like, you know, they're not going to do it otherwise, then if Saltan has a thousand Saltans, then it's sort of back to this, like, sharing of the... the communal pot sort of thing, because mm -hmm. if, you, if you guys think, oh, well, actually we want someone to mind the, the chickens or something because we're going away, you know, it's sort of like getting back to that idea of like, we only have so much and how do we share it? Okay. I'm looking around, a lot of frowns, serious <laughs> faces. It was, yeah, yeah! Are you okay, everybody? I'm, 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 good, I'm, I'm good, but I'm, I'm just going yeah. Sorry. Sorry that it's so complicated. <laughs> okay. Does this... So can I say that you will do your thing and, and if not anyone else, I will try and get that group of people who have, who could do the volunteer sign-up piece to sort of somehow connect? Or I or somebody do that? Okay. All right. Let's... Do you guys have to leave early again? Actually, I do. Not do? early. I leave every time at 20 past. Yeah. So let's do the peer review reporting back. So the peer review preparation group has met twice as a full group, which is exciting. That includes Sabina, Alyssa, Maggie, and myself. And we had a nice discussion today. We've been going back and forth about um, creating our peer review team. There's some hiccups with that, but we'll work it out. 
and uh, we started to look at the peer review self-study questions and Sabina sent this email around <clears throat> which had 13 questions and there's actually 20. There mm -hmm. was a back page so we'll send the rest of those questions. Um, but we thought it would be nice to kind of break them out and have discussions around a few of the questions at a time. And um, Rachel sent a response to that initial email with some revised questions that we might want to be asking ourselves instead of the prescribed ones from the peer review document, which I thought was really awesome. And maybe we as a group want to just look at the questions and figure out for us, figure out for ourselves what do we want of the peer review? How do we want people from other Campillo communities to come in and give us feedback that will guide us into our future? And maybe these questions aren't the perfect questions and we can revise them. Um, yeah, so that's my thought. Yeah, I agree, they need to be revised at least some, and Rachel goes it in a way to be uncomfortable with, with many of the, my understanding was different. So, um, how do you guys feel about just going through the questions one by one? And we'll just get as far as mm -hmm. we can manage. <laughs> so the question in the in the peer review document, the first one. Does Soltein have at least five people carrying full responsibility for the community slash entities striving and who are directly engaged in its work? Rachel's alternative is, um, tell us about the people who are committed to your community. What were they initially drawn to? Why did they stay? What are they excited about? We just need five. <laughs> well, that's the minimum, you know, yeah. the more the merrier. Uh, I quite, maybe just to say today we talked a little bit about, you know, we can come at these questions, say, with on a timeline, past, present, future. So we come from a past, we're here now, and see what happens. Or we can come at these questions all the way around from the future, actually. Um, and I like Rachel's first question a lot because it builds a narrative of something mm -hmm. that maybe unfolds our future in a different way than just saying, yeah, we have five people that are connected. But it, it, it actually challenges us in a different way, and I think the purpose really needs to be we pull ourselves forward from the future rather than push ourselves forward from the, from the past, if that makes sense. You look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped talking now. No, it's just like trying to imagine what what the difference between pushing from your past towards the future versus pulling. But as I was looking at you, I like figured it out in my head. That's why I was staring at you. So. Yeah, care to explain? Yeah, now you're sitting, you <laughs> understand, you have to explain everything. Well, I guess I just like, uh, my feeling of it is that um, when you're pushing from the past to your future, you're like bringing all that baggage, kind of. But if you're pulling from the future, you're like more working from the possibilities and sort of like the more optimistic way of seeing things, like pulling from the front versus like, you know, like mm. and pushing and pulling, I feel like pushing is kind of like, uh, and pulling is more like, well, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different, so. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should just take these questions one by one rather than going through the questions because I immediately just want to like talk about the question. Yeah, no? Yeah, I mean, I thought that's what we were doing. Okay. I mean, I think the, the point of the question is, like, who is overseeing this stuff? Who's engaged? Mm -hmm. And I think this group here is an answer mm -hmm. to that question. And also the leadership group of Sultane and the managers of the enterprises. 
Mm -hmm. It's a pretty simple answer. But if somebody said, like, how are they engaged other than just, like, showing up for a job and then leaving with a paycheck? There you go. How you say that? No, I'm saying, like, what if they said that? What if they challenged you, like, you know, prove it? <laughs> like, what... I guess it just seems like it's a funny question. Why is that an important question if we can just name everybody who works here? I think it's, I genuinely believe it's just to sort of make it so that something isn't just a family or a couple of people or something. Oh. I, I don't think it's as big a deal as we're making out to be. I think it was, you know, we're talking about like, you know, a couple of people in a house in Missouri who want to start a camp hill. It's got to be, you know, a little bit more than particularly a, a couple. There, there are camp hills I've been to that really is a couple, and I don't know how they ever got to be camp hills. Mm -hmm. Like you know the one in. Oh, I won't say. <laughs> I mean, it's happened. There are camp hills that have come and gone because of that. There was just a, a one house in Poland. Yeah, I guess not having known that, knowing that, then it just seemed like you would have to defend yourself. But knowing that, now I'm like, okay, I see where you're coming from. It's like, like yes, we got that. An introductive question. Well, to put it into context, a lot of these self-study questions come from turning a requirement into a question. Right. So there's like a list of requirements and one of them, if I'm right, says something like, there must be five people, blah, blah, blah. And then just kind of put a question mark on it. And <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And I, I just sent around the most recent membership guidelines for the Campbell Association of North America. And this is based on that. So these questions are based on the peer review process, which is based on the membership guidelines. And, and I, after Rachel sent her thing, I sent her the, which isn't weird, we don't know, it's cut off at the end, but there's the final part of that membership guidelines. I think you should read that very carefully before you get all worked up about this, because that was deliberately put in there as an appendix to alleviate people's concerns that it's like, this is a tick box box ticking exercise and or that that somehow we're trying to get camp hill and box it so when i um okay so we have these groups of people the core group the leadership group the managers of um, the social enterprises yes we have the people move on to the next question if i now would want to ask each of these groupings what attracted you, why are you here, what made you stay, and each of the groups were able to formulate it for themselves, which we have done in some leadership enterprise leadership meetings where one or the other shared why it makes sense for them to work within the context of of Sultane, uh, really not for a super great paycheck, but actually for other values as well. So if I imagine that we would 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 add that in um, that to me is a little pointer into what makes us interesting and how we're going to be supported by people that we uh, want to connect with um, into our future so I, I just really think it would really help us to always come at it again from what actually are we that's a big question right now and what do we want to become? And uh, if people are here not to get rich, but because something special is happening, it would be great to formulate that so that we know what pull, pulls us forward. So just as a little idea to think about it, we don't. Yeah, why is this meaningful yeah. for you? Uh, the second question, is the community engaged in tangible work which falls within the broad spectrum of Camp Hill activity, which includes curative education, social therapy, education, training, agriculture, and horticulture for and with persons with intellectual, physical, or social disabilities, or otherwise in need of special care? Um, Rachel's updated version, where is the greatest energy in your shared work right now? How do you know? Which areas of your shared work are more at rest. Why do you sense that is? I think there are some answers that do do apply. Is work uh, can therapeutic work still going on even the last couple of years? 
In our small group today, we added a few aspects um, to that list of, broadly speaking, Kempel, what you call it, Kempel endeavors. Uh, we added arts mm -hmm. in particular, we added hospitality, and what else? There was a third one, community building. Just to add, though, also that the, the guidelines are proposed to be changed to add elder care, art, crafts, enterprises, biomechanics, and gardening. Good. So, you should be aware that that probably should be changed. So, to answer this question, um, we, I mean, in our group today, we had a little discussion. We drew a picture of what is it that we're actually talking about so that we make sure that we're not including things that we shouldn't be talking about. So there's the realm of the Sultane Association, which has the work of the committees and what we do here together in the core group, and then the work of the organization, which has all of the enterprises and the campus. Um, so there's horticulture, the Apple Corps group, textile studio in Phoenixville, hospitality is happening in all of our um, enterprises as well as on the campus, customer service. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So this feels kind of like first layer, like we could get deeper and deeper and deeper if we wanted to into these questions. I thought Thalia's point was important actually to, to maybe dig into a little bit more when you asked Thalia, is, is therapeutic work still happening? And uh, um, I think where maybe we trip ourselves up a little bit is to be able to separate out the personal work and experience and the Sultan work and experience to actually be clear which belongs to where. Yeah, people are still going horse riding. We do do arts and the play starting this year, all year around. Even I hope that's a goal. And and I think it's an important, there'll be no Parseval salting because that's when Parseval's over. So that's with Adrian in the salting realms. And, and I hope there's the opportunity to go horse riding or do therapy meetings with therapists, whoever needs you and would like. Yeah, I know that salting is still somehow involved in facilitating some of those therapies from happening, but I feel like also <coughs> in some ways, Sultane, the operations are not setting up therapies for individual people, but it's more in how are we building community collectively. So I don't know if I would count something like Hope Springs as a Sultane activity anymore, whereas it once clearly was. I was thinking, I'm not super familiar with what once was therapeutic work done here, but um, something that seems to have grown naturally on the Sultane side of things is that um, when Thalia takes walks down and visits us and we play Romy, I would count that as therapeutic work being done, community building, something that's not structured, doesn't have a time put on it, doesn't have anything but just um, conversation and neighborliness. Yeah. constrained by what was done in the past and our stance of answering these questions is coming from where, where do we want to go, how do we really want to reshape and I find that a lot of the questions are kind of boxing us into what once was. Yeah. There was this little video snippet, I'm looking at you Lauren, where 
you're in the Entwine store out in Phoenixville with Joe, mm -hmm. fixing the loom, and that, that captured moment, especially when you burst out laughing because of something that, uh, that made you burst out laughing. Um, that, is, that is the salt in. I, I thought that's what we're talking about, you know, even if it was a, maybe it was a possible thing, I don't know, but... Uh, I mean, sort of in a way, but I've, I've said this before too, like, uh, I've said it to Danielle, I know, where um, <coughs> people have maybe said, you know, Sultan doesn't support people, or, you know, we're not doing the same work that we used to, and that Parcival has taken that over, and I argue that saying, you know, Kathleen and Allie work together in Entwine, and Kathleen is doing work that she never would have done if Allie didn't have the skills to be able to teach her, and they work together, and it's very natural. There's no expectation of, like, you have to learn this skill, this skill, this skill. It's just that when Kathleen is ready and she wants to learn how to sew a plastic bag holder, and they do that together, and it's just this, like, very... Mm. And the same with, like, Joe and, and me working together, where... I don't know, it's like that comes back to like what you're saying, Alyssa, where more of these natural interactions are this like natural support, just like building a community where no matter if you are, you know, older or handicapped or you have a special need, like people are just around and there's a community there to just hold you and support you. And like I feel like we're building that through these enterprises and meetings like this and just having, building up this campus again and having more people living here and yeah, mm -hmm. just across the board that sort of. Yeah. I think you have to head out. Okay, well, enjoy your evening. Bye, Dahlia. Um, I, I think we have to, sorry, I think we have to yeah. come to a close with that because you want us to do your lifetime award thing question. Oh, that's just a... Not yeah. today? I want Dahlia to be here for that. All right, I'm going to talk we? about the Lifetime Achievement Award, Dahlia. Too bad. Do you want to do that in two weeks? Is that time and enough? And this into the lifetime achievement. Just be, I'm just bringing it back up, so think about it. That's that point. Yeah, like we can talk about it. I'm not going to be here next week, but in two weeks. In two weeks, that's... Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Sorry. Maybe to add to the previous question of like how we're doing that therapeutic work and how it looks, you know, different maybe than it did in the past. Um, when we're talking about just like how it's therapeutic for everyone, um, whether they're old or with disability or, or not, or maybe just, you know, they live in the city and they want to have a, they want to have space and, you know, um, and they want to come here. After the, uh, the uh, most recent Pancake concert, a lot of the magicians, Musicians were from. Uh, yeah, we were magicians. We've been watching a lot of magician shows, but uh, <laughs> uh, after that pancake concert, the musicians uh, and a lot of their friends who came from Philadelphia um, were all really impressed with the campus. Um, were expressing a willingness and interest um, to uh, to come to participate to plug in. Um, there were people with various uh, offerings, um, some folks who were instrument builders wanting to help facilitate workshops, uh, people who work in uh, urban horticultural gardens and orchards wanted to come out and participate, and it was just really inspiring uh, to speak directly to these people who were saying, like, you know, we want to check it, check it out, like, we want... Mm -hmm. We can guarantee five or six people to come and work in the orchard who have orchard experience. Mm. Um, we can come, you know, now. Like, How many magicians you know. did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds maybe awesome. Maybe, maybe a couple. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, there was uh, there was uh, one instrument builder who was there. There was a, a duo, a singer-songwriter. Um, There's a violinist. And then there was just like a mixed crowd of, um, you know, talented and interested yeah. folks. It was really inspiring. And Sounds they, awesome. They were, yeah. I mean, it was an awesome opportunity to talk about the residency, um, to talk about uh, just everything going on here Great. and all the 
possibilities. Does this give you what you want, Danielle? I am really happy with the conversation for these first two questions. We've got 18 more to go. <laughs> okay. Um, so we, we conclude that now. Um, I think before we all head out, just to say this identity statement, I wanted to check in, do committees plan having meetings um, in the next while? I, I will from tomorrow to next, next week. Okay. So next but there will Thursday. be an outreach committee meeting. I see nodding heads. Okay. Because then maybe the identity statement question could end up first in the committees mm -hmm. to just spend a little time thinking about that from that perspective instead of using up the time here because we need to get through 18 more questions. I wonder if it would be beneficial as chairs of committees if we met here and to, to put a framework around the meetings that we branch out into in our own committees. Um, if we had a question that we wanted to dispel to everybody, if we, mm. for example, you could say, okay, at the next meeting we're all going to talk about these identity things, or the next one we're going to talk about sustainability, even if it's just a five-minute Thing that's kind of like a routine. So each meeting you have, you do, you refer back to a question that was presented in the core group. I really like that. Great idea, yeah. I think that gives it like a really, everything sort of like a, a direction, like a, um, what's that word? So let's see. Continuity? Yeah, like an all, yeah. yeah Makes it hang like together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I like that a lot. Okay, are we good? And maybe we just like, if we can't, I mean, maybe we're not meeting, but maybe we just have a spreadsheet that we all see and we say, like, here's the ideas, let's think about these ideas to bring, and then we choose, choose one. Mm -hmm. You know? Because it's interesting to view sustainability is on my mind, and it's interesting to view sustainability through these five branches mm -hmm. that are each chaired by different people and different committees. For sure. Mm -hmm. Do you know what we haven't done in a while is actually finish up with the words. We haven't heard this one in a while. Maybe it's in the big gray box. In directing my will and concern vigorously to the emergence of a higher self in the other, I can rest assured that they would in turn do for me what I could not do for myself. That is, summon forth my own higher potential. Because we cannot summon ourselves, we have to be summoned. All human development is a response to challenge. The love that can accrue in communities in which all this becomes a process of discipline is a magic love that can move mountains. Thank you all. <laughs>